Welcome to More Than A Few Words, a marketing conversation for business owners. MTFW is part of the Digital Toolbox, and this is your host, Lorraine Ball. And you guys know me. You know that I love to tell stories. Not only because they're fun, but because I think they're great for business. And that's why I've invited David Hutchins to join me today. He's an author and a consultant, and he's worked with leaders in the world's most influential organizations to find and tell stories. Because when they do, they create engagement and belief, so people will act. David has built story capability for organizations such as Google, NASA, L'Oreal, Paris, FedEx, Accenture, and many more. And he's going to share some of his top secrets with us today. David, welcome to the show. Oh, Lorraine, what a pleasure. Thank you for having me today. I'm so excited that you're here because I've always found stories to be really valuable when I'm trying to communicate, whether it's a new idea or something I want to motivate someone to do. But there's a real art to this. And I really want to pick your brain on the kind of stories that business owners should be telling every day. Excellent. I've got some ideas about that because, you know, I, I did begin my career in advertising. I used to be a copywriter. And so the idea that if you tell a story, you'll sell more Coca-Cola is something I learned early in my career. And now I bring this to business leaders around the world. Coca-Cola is such a great example of a brand that if you really watch their commercials, there's a story underneath it. But I'm not Coca-Cola and a lot of my listeners are not. So let's talk about how does a small business or a consultant create stories for their brand? So regardless of who you are or what your role is, you tell stories. Your, your brain already has stories in it. It's your operating system for, for making sense of the world. And so when I work with leaders who own small organizations or consultancies, we begin with these taxonomies. So later we can talk about how do you tell a good story. Where I like to start is selection. Which story should you be telling? Okay, you got my attention. Tell me about the type of stories and the ones I should be thinking about. So there's thousands of types of stories. And, you know, if you're doing sales work, there are stories specific to that. If you're doing strategy work, there are specific stories there as well. If you're doing culture and identity, once again, there are certain kinds of stories. Because this is a, a fast-moving podcast, I want to share one story type Okay. that's really powerful. And every one of your listeners has it. And, and I call it the us at our best story. And this is a story that when you tell it, it shows what it looks like when you're when you're just on fire, delivering the value that you have to deliver. And so I, I've even got a, an example of what this story can sound like. Okay. I love a good story. I'm ready. Tell me. All right. So this is one that, this one is timely. I just saw this recently on LinkedIn. And so this comes from Southwest Airlines. And Southwest is really good at this capability. I mean, they've built that culture by telling certain kinds of stories. And so listen to this. This is the story that they recently posted on LinkedIn. I'm just going to share this with you. Tell me what you notice about this, Lorraine. Here's how the story goes. So when Pam and Jeremy boarded a flight from Dallas to Las Vegas, they were both dressed in full wedding attire. It turns out the couple along with an ordained minister named Chris, had just rushed across town to Dallas Love Field Airport from Dallas-Fort Worth, Fort Worth, where their flight to Vegas on one of our competitors had just been canceled. 
This meant they would not make it to their wedding chapel appointment in Vegas that night. When their pilot, Captain Gill, noticed Pam's wedding dress, he asked her about it. Well, she explained their predicament and joked to him that they should just get married on the flight. To her surprise, Captain Gill said, let's do it. Everyone from our flight crew to our customers got involved. Our crew hung toilet paper streamers, made a snack mix sash for Chris, and downloaded a full wedding soundtrack before takeoff to be used in the ceremony. Julie, one of our flight attendants, even stepped in as Pam's maid of honor. One passenger, who happened to be a professional photographer, pulled out her camera for official wedding photos. All right, listen, listen to this last paragraph. This is an important part of the story. At Southwest, our people are famous for their heart. So it was a no-brainer for our crew when the opportunity to create this special moment arose. Congrats to the newlyweds on an impromptu in-flight wedding that neither our employees nor our customers are likely to forget. We can't wait to welcome you on board for your next adventure on the Love Airline. I love that. You know, as you were telling it, I remember seeing that story and seeing it on LinkedIn. And you know what struck me about that story? Beside the fact that it's just awesome, I have flown Southwest Airlines. And that is such a true story. Uh You know, I've seen them do things maybe not quite that big, but we had somebody with a birthday and they passed a birthday card up and down the aisle on the plane. So here's the thing. At Southwest, none of this is accidental. Mm -mm. This is all intentional. They they design for this. And so some of your listeners might be going, oh, well, you know, they're lucky something really cool happened on a plane and they get to tell that story. No, it's the other way around. They tell those stories and now cool stuff like that happens all the time. So my my question for your listeners is, what does it look like when you're at your best? Tell those stories. And uh, if you're familiar with the body of of theory called appreciative inquiry. It's an approach to to development that has story at its heart. Uh, The the theorist David Cooperwriter talks about the heliotropic principle, the heliotropic principle. In in biological systems, heliotropism is, you know, as the sun moves over a field, a sunflower will turn its face to follow it. Well, this happens in organizational systems as well. Cooperwriter says, um, organizational systems move in the direction of the stories we continually place in front of them. Well, Southwest does this. This is what your listeners can do. Keep telling the stories. You can't just tell it one time. Repetition is important. Consistency of thing. But tell the stories, and then you'll start to see the behaviors in the story emerge in the system. You really hit on it there. The story has to ring true. It has to be fundamental to who you are. You have to work to make this, not to make that story happen, but but to make an environment where the story, that kind of story occurs, you have to encourage and reward, whether it's yourself or the people around you, for creating those additional opportunities and then telling their own stories about that. So, Lorraine, you actually did something really interesting to that point, because after I told the story, you jumped in and said, oh, my gosh, that's so true. I have seen Mm -hmm. that. So your audience is always going to do this. When you tell a story, they're going to compare it to their experience and say, 
does this sound credible? Mm-hmm. Does this sound for real? And if it does, if your told espoused story matches their experience, that's authentic. Yes. They will engage with what you have to offer. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I, I love that. I've seen that work in so many different ways. And I don't know that I've ever thought about it quite that methodically, but it so rings true that when you tell stories about success, people want to visualize that they can have that success, but it also has to be believable. It has to be believable. And and I appreciate your saying that it's it's methodical. Mm-hmm. There this is this is intentional. Mm-hmm. Like this, this doesn't happen accidentally. If if we hope that our stories are going to get out there, you're going to be disappointed. And, and so that that's the focus of my work is strategically identifying and selecting and crafting and telling certain kinds of stories so that you can get the results that you want. I love this. And I could listen to you tell stories over and over again, but I've got more. <laughs> I'll bet you do. But what I'm going to do is we're going to pause it here and I'm going to encourage everyone, if you're listening and you are intrigued by David's approach to storytelling, you should absolutely check out storytellingleader.com. He has got a ton of awesome and free resources that you can check out to become a better storyteller. David, thank you so much for being a part of the show. That was the fastest and most fun 10 minutes of my entire month. Thank you so much, Lorraine. Thank you. If you've enjoyed today's conversation and you would like to find other resources for your business, be sure to check out digitaltoolbox.club. It's filled with tips, tools, tricks, and training to help you grow. This has been another episode of More Than A Few Words. Thanks for listening.